happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode here of the Side Guys Football Forum. I'm one of your co-hosts. I'm the side, joined as always by my good friend, my good buddy, the other half of the Side Guys, is Tad the Side. And Tad, we are almost here. We, as of recording, we are a couple days away, two days away exactly. I was about to say about Super- 48 hours. 48 hours, that's probably the best way to put it, but super wild card weekend. Like, I mean, that's just like three of the best words in history, probably, maybe. I don't know. Best, <laughs> best superhero ever. <laughs> so, yeah, this is the most playoff action we're going to get for the month of January. We're going to get six games this weekend. And today's episode is we're going to dive into all six games. We're going to give our predictions for all six of those games, see who's going to move on to the divisional round to face the resting Eagles and the resting Chiefs. Both of those are the number one seed, so they get that. You make it sound like they're dead. <laughs> They get the bye weeks. I, I <laughs> the the resting Chiefs. R.I.P. Patrick Mahomes. Like, sorry, buddy. Well, just like they need the rest because apparently Jalen well, Hurts yeah. is like still hurting, even though he played in Week 18. Like he had to grit it out because they wanted that number one seed. So that's gonna be interesting to see what happens next weekend. And the Chiefs were just like pulling out crazy tricks against the Raiders, and they were able to clinch the number right, one seed. Yeah, there. real quick, real quick, like under 30 seconds. Thoughts on the whole like ring around the posy. You know, that whole thing. I don't know. I felt it was unnecessary. Like, I mean, the play itself was was a cool play. Unfortunately, they got the holding, which called it back. But, I mean, I liked the play execution. That was pretty cool. But, um, yeah, did they really need to do all that circular, like, stuff, dancing or whatever, then go into the formation? Maybe not. But, yeah, it's the Chiefs. They like to throw in a little bit of wrinkle here and there, have some fun. Because they did that in the Super Bowl with their, like, you know, they did, like, Everybody did the oh, half rotation or whatever no, at the goal right. line yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So they did that too. And that was from like the fifties or sixties, if I remember correctly as to why they pulled that play out. So it's like, you know what? Inject a little fun into the offense. I don't mind it, but and it I'll say this and, for sure. And I, and I said the same thing with Georgia running up the score against TCU. Like if you don't like it, stop it. Like that's kind of my philosophy on that. hundred percent, hundred percent. But one thing you should never be stopping is partnering with our friends at bet online, because I mean, like we talked about, we are in playoff football action. Now, like Tad said, we're 48 hours away. Well, well better put than how I could do it. So that's going to be fun (laughs) to bet on. Obviously we're in the middle of the NBA season, like close to the uh, all-star break. So that's going to be fun. Spring training is going to be here sooner than you know it. And bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this entire season, this entire year going forward as well. So you always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news and game trends at bet online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, the NBA, NHL, MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, golf, esports. They got you covered on all fronts. If you watch a sport, I'm pretty sure you can bet on it on Bet Online. So head to Bet Online today on your computer or mobile device and join, and you can receive a 50% of a welcome bonus on top of your first deposit. Just use our promo code Believe. That's capital B L E A V, and you can receive, like I said, a 50% of a welcome bonus on top of your first deposit. Once again, the promo code is Believe, capital B L E A V, and you will receive your rewards. Bet Online where the game starts so tad it's going to be an exciting weekend and like i sort of alluded to earlier we're going to break down all the games that are happening on saturday sunday and we have a game on monday as well so it's going to be a ton of fun this weekend 
lucky for you, you have the day off on Monday. Unfortunately, I have to work. That is the most clutch holiday of all time. Like this is like this is what I want Super Bowl Monday to be. Give us that Monday off so we can (laughs) celebrate it in all its glory. Like I am so excited I had this entire weekend to celebrate. Like me and my friends are already like, what do we do Saturday? What do we do Sunday? So like in case we're a little behind on the social media game, that is why. So I'm out busy celebrating. (laughs) And my favorite team, you know, isn't even in the playoffs, but it's okay. Cause we're going to let land Bryce young. So it's, it's all right, but no, I'm, I'm right there with you. It's like, I, I am so excited. There's so many great matchups. And honestly, if it weren't, and we'll get into this, if it weren't for a couple key quarterback injuries, I don't think there would be a single bad game this weekend. It's true. It's true. Um, but Hey, you know what? I live vicariously to the TCU horn frogs through the college football season. So now you can live vicariously through my favorite team. There we the go. Regular hey, dude, if Brock Purdy makes it, I will be cheering for him all the way. All the and way, hey, baby. that's the best place to start because we're going to start with it. the Saturday games. This is the very first game of the Super Wildcard Weekend. It features the Seattle Seahawks, the number seven seed, facing my San Francisco 49ers, the number two seed. Uh, that's going to be at 1.30 p.m. Pacific time, 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. That is on Fox. Um, this is going to be interesting because, I mean, I've been talking to Tad about this behind the scenes and most people know too across the country too, but just the Bay Area has been suffering through a little bit of like a rainstorm. Like there's been a lot of rain. From what I've heard, you guys been getting like Noah's (laughs) flood over there. It's not that extreme. In certain areas, it has been that that extreme, I'd probably say, but it's nothing like, you know, a hurricane or anything crazy like that. So that's why I said a little bit of a rainstorm. So there's a lot of rain everywhere. Um, So there's a potential that there's going to be a downpour on Saturday is too with heavy winds as well but honestly that's just going to play into what the Niners do well they run the ball well they play really good defense they mm-hmm. won't need to air it out a ton so they're not going to have a trouble with Seattle. It's a ground so and pound Se- team exactly exactly and Seattle as much of a fun story as it's been as much as it pains me to say that as a Niners fan like they've been kind of fun to watch a lot of people wrote them off obviously Geno Smith is a comeback player of the year favorite I'm pretty sure he's the front runner to win the award mm. but he struggled down the stretch and the key thing too is that the two games that they played in the regular season against San Francisco Geno Smith struggled in both of those games as well so Honestly, I don't think the Niners are going to have much trouble in this game. I think they're going to be able to run away with it pretty easily. It may be a little bit tightly fought early on with the weather. Maybe teams are just going to be adjusting to that, the climate and everything. But I think the Niners are going to be able to separate pretty easily. So my final score prediction with this game, San Francisco 27, Seattle 13. And the current Whoa. spread in this game, yeah, I got Whoa. it pretty, pretty convincing. I got it pretty convincing. Okay. Current, right. current spread in this game is nine and a half points with the favor going to San Francisco. And I'm going to throw in a fun bet with this one. Debo Samuel's been hurt down the stretch here. He missed a handful of games. He did play in week, at, week 18 to sort of shake off the rust here. I think the Niners are going to feature Debo Samuel quite a bit in this game. Okay. He's going to have a touchdown for sure, whether that's a rushing touchdown, mm-hmm. receiving touchdown. I don't know what it's going to be, but he's going to have one. And the he's going to get that, a touchdown. He's going to get a touchdown and the odds with that with our friends at bet online is currently at plus 150 so i like that bet a ton that's so, crazy tad that's i'm gonna pass to you here what are your quick notes on this game first off i love that bet i think that debo scoring it being plus that's insane to me easily the best bet i would have taken that had you as typical not gotten your notes done sooner than me so i do love that <laughs> i mean i i think it, it, the fact that neither one of their in-season games were that close and the 49ers beat them both times. Yeah, 
that's not great sign for the Seahawks. And like you said, I know in our previous episode, which by the way, you can check out wherever you get your podcasts, where we talked about fancy boomers and fancy busts. Uh, you know, boomers. I just, as soon as I said it, as soon as I said it, I was like, oh, damn it. Geez. Fancy on, booms man. or busts. There you go. Whatever. <laughs> Well, I mean, at this point, Geno Smith might be a boomer. He's pretty well, old. maybe. But, uh, but you know, Geno Smith, and I, I compared it, you know, going all the way back to the TCU thing. To TCU, do not let the, you know, end of a bad, the bad end of a season ruin a good one. And, unfortunately, that's great with fantasy, but that doesn't do well when you're predicting the playoffs. Because, yes, he has scored below 12 points the last three weeks of fantasy. They, that offense is struggling in a big way. So I think that is going to continue, especially at this weather report, like you pointed out, uh, you know, holds up. If you guys get the rain that you were expecting, that's going to basically be who has a better running game and is San Francisco without a doubt. So, you know, my prediction is San Francisco 24, uh, Seattle 14. So I will say this with that. I do think because as you love to say, Amir is a divisional matchup. So I think this game, exactly. So I think this game will be a little closer than you think, but I don't think it'll be that close because this is a lot how your second game played out where people are going to look at me and be like, that second game wasn't a blowout. That was a one score game. Seattle scored their final touchdown with three minutes left to go. That was not, yeah, that was exactly. exactly, (laughs) That was not a, wow. That was a good memory. It was a 10 yard touchdown. No offense. I looked that up. Because, of course, I wasn't watching it. That game was decided. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, I think it's going to be something similar to that where the score looks closer than it actually is. But I will say, I do think that Seattle will beat the spread. So, I think the best bet to make is Seattle plus 9.5 and minus 109. I do think they will make this at least a touchdown game. That's very possible because I could very I could see it very much playing out similar to that Thursday night game where it was a closer box score compared to how you watch the game. So yeah, I could very much see Seattle scoring a garbage touchdown at the end and covering that spread for sure. So that's very possible. That's very possible. But if you watch the game, Niners should be in control majority of it. Yeah, and I will say I know people go, Ted, you just predicted them to win by ten. So how are you saying they're going to be the spread at nine and a half? That's called hedging your bets, my friend. <laughs> Exactly. Covering both sides. I like it. I exactly. Like it. So let's play both the- sides. So I went either way. Exactly. So let's move into the second game here on Saturday. This one should be a pretty close game. I'm really excited by this game. So the Saturday game should be pretty fun. Well, for me, at least, because I got the Niners game in the early slot. We got this game coming in the evening time. We got the Los Angeles Chargers, the number five seed playing the Jacksonville Jaguars, the number four seed, excuse me. And that's going to be a 515 Pacific time, 815 Eastern time. And that will be on NBC. So this one is going to be a lot more closely fought. I know the Jaguars, the broadcast facts in there as well. (laughs) Got to make sure people know where to watch the game. I like it. I like it. Yeah. (laughs) So is it, is it going to be on Peacock? (laughs) (laughs) Probably streaming on Peacock. I probably don't doubt it. Um, But this is going to be a lot more of a closely fought game compared to the earlier game with San Francisco and Seattle. Um, A lot of people surprisingly, Tad, are picking the Jaguars to win this game. Now, I know they won the division. I know they're going to have a home game, but I'm not saying that it's a clear cut. They're going to win it pretty easily because the Chargers are playing pretty 
pretty strong too. They have a really good offense. They got Austin Eckler who nearly scored double digit touchdowns once again. And I mean, just, he had a sensational fantasy season too. Like he's possibly going to be like, I mean, I know we'll probably discuss this in a later episode, but he's possibly in the discussion to be number one overall in the 2023 season. Once we get to those dangerous. drafts, I mean, it's dangerous. like I said, we'll discuss that in a later episode, but there's fringe talent there. The only thing that worries me a little bit, but even that's not concerning a huge, uh, huge enough for me to worry about the Chargers offense. Mike Williams hasn't been practicing this entire week, mm. but even if he misses the game, they still have Keenan Allen. They have Josh Palmer. They have a lot of these other guys, Gerald Everett, who we sung his praises the entire season during the fantasy season. Maybe the most frustrating fantasy tight end of the season. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good so podcast hot. segment. Most frustrating <laughs> fantasy players of the last season. I like that. So Gerald Everett could get involved too, but just this offense has been clicking. They got Joey Bosa back on the defense. I mean, the defense is going to be a lot stronger too. So they're not going to be hard to put away as far as most people predicting the Jaguars. So, this is going to be a close game. Jaguars are going to put up a fight. I like what Trevor Lawrence is doing. Travis Etienne is heavily involved. The defense has been making some key plays when they need to as well. But I think just this season, I think they were a little bit ahead of the game. So I think 2023 is when they're going to make a big jump. They're going to add some more pieces to both sides of the ball to be really competitive in the AFC South. But I think this season is just a little bit ahead as far as where a lot of people predicted. So unfortunately, I think they're going to go one and done. I like the Chargers to pull off the you know, quote unquote upset, but I think this is a lot closer of a game to call it really an upset because they're the five seed, right? So I got a final score prediction here of the Chargers 23, the Jacksonville Jaguars 17. Current spread in this game, because like I said, it is a close game. It's two and a half in favor of Los Angeles. And here's the spread, uh, excuse me, here's the bet that I like with this game. Like I said, Mike Williams is probably not going to play in this game. It is kind of looking like a game time decision, but most likely I don't think they're going to play him. So I like Keenan Hallen to have a really good day. I have a prop here, score uh, having 70 plus receiving yards and to score a touchdown. Odds are at plus 189. So Tad, what are your thoughts really quick here with the Jaguars and the Chargers? Well, all right. Let me first off say this is from a completely unbiased point of view. So I don't know, you know, where people are saying that I'm against Jaguars because I would, you know, I would never do that. But anyway, I, I don't understand where this love for the Jaguars is coming from. I understand that they're coming off a hot streak, but like. Look at their opponents. They have not beaten that impressive opponents over the last couple games. And, you know, while you were talking, I looked it up. The ESPN GameCast, which, you know, the fans can vote on, currently have Jacksonville winning at a 16, 60% chance. 60 that's crazy to me because I think a lot of people are forgetting that the Chargers have been incredibly beat up this season. Let me just read off some of their injuries. So they have missed for at least – Two or three games this season. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, J.C. Jackson. And here's my favorite because I, I, I've always said this. I've always said this. Why do teams not have an active backup kicker for this very reason? Dustin Hopkins has been hurt. They had Leon Dicker, the kicker, which is by far my favorite uh, college or not even college football nickname, but just football nickname of all time. So this has been a very beat up team that somehow – and I, I really do mean this borderline miraculously made the playoffs in that tough of a division. I feel like this Chargers team is what we thought this Raiders team was going to be. That's fair. And like, they mm -hmm. kind of like switch roles. So I don't understand. Like they, like you said, like, okay, are they fully healthy with the Mike Williams question marks out there? No, but they are healthier than they have been all season. I don't get me wrong. I I'm not one of these 
you know, crazy fans. It's like the Jaguars aren't that good. This is a talented squad. But I think the Jaguar or uh, the Chargers, excuse me, are so good that it's just, they're going to outlast them. So, and I think that kind of goes into my final score prediction. I predict the Chargers are going to win 31 to 21. So I see a lot of scoring here, but I just think the Chargers had that much better of an offense that they will eventually, and that's the key word there, outlast the Jaguars. And uh, in terms of betting, I'm so glad you brought up Austin Eckler scoring so much. So Austin Eckler scored four touchdowns in the last five games. He probably would go five for five if they didn't pull him uh, at halftime. So four touchdowns in the last five games. Clearly, he is the focal point of this offense. But I'm not stopping there. I'm saying double down, baby. Austin Eckler, one plus touchdown. Chargers win. Do the player double. And do you want to know the odds of that, Mer? It is plus 127. Okay. Okay. I feel like that's a pretty safe bet, in my opinion. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. It's not bad at all. So both of us like this game to be a little bit more competitive, but we both like the Chargers to sort of separate. This is the biggest question mark of of the weekend. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting, but I'm really looking forward to that game. should be a pretty good game for sure. Now let's shift over to Sunday. So we got our Sunday's action. We got the triple header on Sunday. So we're going to start with, um, unfortunately, this is just going to be another dud of a game to yeah, start the yeah, Sunday sleep. Yeah, just... so we got the, unfortunately, we got the Miami Dolphins, the number seven seed, placing, playing, excuse me, the Buffalo Bills, the number two seed. That's going to be at 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern time, and that's going to be on CBS. So like I said, this is just going to be another Oh, playoff. of course it's going to be on CBS. CBS too. Yeah, that's it has perfect. to be on CBS. So another playoff day that will start off with unfortunately a dud of a game in the early slot. Like, I mean, Buffalo, we talked about this in the last episode. Thankfully, you know, DeMar Hamlin is doing great. He has been released from the hospital. He is now going to be doing his final rehab and uh, recovering at home. So I think Buffalo is going to be riding this emotional high that's going to be hard to overcome. And on you top know of every that, other AFC team is looking at this like, God damn it. Like now that he's OK, everyone's like, shit. Like, like everybody is, yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody is elated that he's doing well and he's back home and he's on the track to recovery here. But just, yeah, it's just like Buffalo is just riding because we saw that in the final game with the double returns by Naeem Hines. They just look control of that game the entire way. So it's like that's going to ride to the playoffs here. I think just the cherry on top of that Sunday too, Tad, is just unfortunately Miami will be without Tua Tungabayaloa. So he, they will be starting rookie Skylar Thompson. They're not even going with Teddy Bridgewater because he's dealing with an injury too. So So has he been ruled? out yet because i ruled he may be the uh you know starting for them so bridgewater may be the backup but they've already said that skylar Thompson's is going to be the starter so this is like oh, yeah, automatically yeah, the no, odds no, have adjusted done. which it's we'll done. get Call to it. a little bit Vince later carter here, but... it's over it's over <laughs> yeah, exactly. so you know we'll get to the odds here a little bit later because they changed dramatically compared to when i last saw them uh like I said, this one's not going to be close. The Bills are going to be able to control this game on both sides of the ball. Dolphins are not going to be able to do anything. It's unfortunate. I think if they had Tua, they would have still a little better of a chance. But just I think Buffalo is just in a way better place on both sides of the ball that they're going to control this game. If even if Miami was fully healthy and, you know, could have been a little bit competitive. So I got a pretty lopsided uh, final score prediction here. I got the Bills with 30 and the Dolphins with 10. So I think it's going to be pretty convincing of yeah. a win here. The current spread right now, Tad, I don't know if you saw this, but it is 13 points in favor of nope, Buffalo. It's sh- so, it shifted since the last you checked. 
Has it shifted? Okay, what is the current spread it's now? 13 and a half. And the half, half, half point. It's very important. <laughs> okay, they got the half point, which does make a difference because then that, that is it two does. scores it, no, now. No, it does. That, that, that is to... the infamous area where spreads get screwed up. <laughs> it is two scores now. So I got a pop prop bet with this one here. Like I said, I like Buffalo to control this game. So I got Josh Allen to have three-plus passing touchdowns Plus Buffalo will win, and that is at plus 166. So I think that's definitely going to happen. Stephon Diggs may have a touchdown. Isaiah McKenzie may have a touchdown. James Cook may have a touchdown. Gabriel Davis may have a touchdown. There's a lot of great weapons on there. Miami's not going to be able to cover all of them. So, yeah, I like Josh Allen to have three passing touchdowns, and Buffalo will win, obviously. So plus 166 there. So what are your thoughts here on the Buffalo and Miami game? I don't think you probably have much. I'm pretty sure I covered everything, but you got anything else you want to add? Go for it. Nothing short of a miracle is going to have Miami win this. Um, that's all I got. Like, it, it was it was funny. Driving the TCU game with a friend of mine, uh, I was talking. I was like, that could be a good game. And he goes, if Tua plays. I was like, yep, no, that's a very good qualifier to <laughs> put on that. And now that that is officially decided, this is going to be a terrible game. But it, the question is, and this is what makes the spread so hard, how hard does Buffalo – you know, push on the gas pedal. Do they want to obliterate their true. opponent or do they want to kind of preserve their players for the next round? Now, I think that, uh, you know, Buffalo has a very smart co- uh, coaching staff, so they're going to – so my – and I'll get in my prediction in a bit. My prediction is actually a little less than yours because I think that once they go up by 21-0, they're going to actually kind of not put in their backups but just, you know, kind of well, play a little because- bit more – it's funny because that's actually why I held restraint. That's why I kept it at 30 because I feel like it could have been oh, a lot so higher. That, but that I was think, you holding restraint. Okay. Exactly. Like, I think they probably could score a lot more. But I think exactly like I said, I think they may get a touchdown possibly by the second stringers too. And that's what's eventually going to be. Oh, so you actually have them putting second stringers in. I think I don't it's going to get, I I get one-sided all the way through. I okay. think it's going to get one-sided early. I mean, I agree, but it's just that that is a cocky move, putting in second stringers in a playoff game. No, I agree, but it's that like puts exactly a target on your back, dude. Like That's other fair. teams That's take fair. note of that. So I think that they will keep the first stringers in, and but and this is also why I don't hate your bet, but I'm wary that like maybe they go up very soon, especially with the rushing game. And I could totally see Josh Allen having like those two passing touchdowns and then one rushing touchdown and that's what screws you on that bet so yeah, this awesome. is a bet i like more just take the spread man buffalo by 13 and a half why not and the odds on that actually aren't terrible so the odds on that are minus 110 yeah which is surprisingly low i was expecting like minus 160 there and as soon as i saw that i'm like screw it. I, i'm not even joking guys I, as soon as i saw that as i was doing my research i was like i'll put 20 on that I put 20 on that. So, hey, if I lose this, uh, you know, you're losing right there with me. But I don't think we're going to lose this absolute blowout, especially with the cold weather. I think they're going to lean on the run game a little bit more. So, yeah, it's just just I I may watch a quarter of this game. <laughs> yeah. So if you skip this game, nobody's going to blame you because I don't think it's going to be close. Um, But let's get into the next game because this has potential this upset is, this here. Is this is going to be a very interesting game. We got the New York Giants, the number six seed, is playing the Minnesota Vikings, the number three seed. That is happening at 1.30 p.m. Pacific time, 4.30 p.m. Eastern time, and that is going to be on Fox. Current spread of this game is three points in favor of Minnesota. Um, but, Tad, I'm going to pass it to you here because we kind of split up the games here as far as giving analysis okay. here. So um, give us your thoughts here on Giants and Vikings because, yeah, like I said, I think this is going to be a pretty good game with potential high upset alert. 
I'm glad you passed this one off to me because this is such a fascinating game in so many ways. So this would be a much harder game to predict if it was not being played in a dome. Mm-hmm. If this was being played in New York, I would be way more scared of this game because, you know, the cold weather is playing a factor. Even if it's not snowing, that cold weather, it affects people, right? It affects it the mentality, it affects the throwing, it affects everything. But this is being played in a dome in Minnesota, which, you know, wherever your opinion lies, whether cold, you know, weather football should still be a thing, whatever. But it's an indoor game. Now, Mer, maybe you disagree with me on this. I don't feel like Minnesota's home field advantage is that big of a factor here. I'm not saying they're bad fans. I'm not saying that it's not a loud stadium. I just don't think it's that much of a game. It's not like Buffalo, where you walk into Buffalo and you're like, these people hate us. Like, they're they're throwing snowballs at us. They're, like, doing all this. They're jumping on tables that are on fire. Like, yeah. these Vikings fans are passionate. And they they will be loud, but it feels like a, just a normal high pressure, you know, normal high pressure NFL playoff game. So I I don't I'm not really factoring you know home field advantage, advantage that much into my uh, prediction here. So I'm not diminishing Minnesota's you know uh, th- their accomplishments this year. I'm not diminishing the Giants either because this is a stat that was very surprising to me. If you look at the teams that Minnesota has lost to and the Giants have lost to, and before people yell at me, I'm saying lost to, not tied to when it comes to the Giants. Every single team that those two teams have lost to have been either playoff contenders, meaning they are in the playoffs now, or near playoff contenders. And that last little caveat is because I believe it was the Vikings lost to the Lions. <laughs> I believe it was them, but they both play the Lions, so it's very hard to kind of gauge. Um, but bottom line is, both these teams, like yes, they they're heralded as these frauds, but they're not frauds. The only losses they have are against good teams, so it's kind of hard to gauge. But I really do think that the Giants have the upper hand here because get this, I really think the only big X factor is to, uh, turnovers. Who turns the ball over more? Amir, do you want to guess how many uh, picks that Daniel Jones has thrown in the last six games? In the last six games? Six games. I'll give zero. you an over-under. Oh, you're close. It's one. Just one. Okay. Yeah. So Daniel Jones, despite, it's weird, dude, because I'm not a J- Daniel Jones believer at all. But he is careful with the ball. Uh, Dable knows how to handle him. He knows how to utilize him. And as long as Saquon Bar- uh, Barkley remains healthy throughout this game, he's going to be okay. The Minnesota Vikings, if Kirk Cousins chokes, which is unfortunately his legacy, even though I, I am a believer in Kirk Cousins. I think he is gets way too much hate, but I just he, he cannot do it in the big moments. So if he proves me wrong, great, but I don't think he will. Because the Giants, Dable's a smarter coach. I'm just going to say it. Dable is a smarter coach. So I think it will be close. I think it's the Giants. So my final prediction is Giants 28, Vikings 24. And like you said, Ooh, the Giants are, I'm telling I think this will be the closest game of the weekend. Okay. Okay. So I think that the Giants will win this, which obviously leads me into my bet. I like the Giants at plus three. And my, this hurt, this hurt. Cause I was really hoping this, the, the odds would be in the plus. They are plus three and minus 110. So the odds aren't super great, but I still think that's a pretty safe upset. Because okay. worst case scenario, there's no way they lose by more than three, so it's a push. Sure. 
Sure. So, yeah, I like this to be a really close game, too. I like the bet, too, of the Giants, you know, getting that sort of favor with the upset there with the plus three. I think it's going to be able to cover with them winning, too. So I actually got a final score prediction of the New York Giants 20 and Minnesota 17. So I actually got this a little bit lower because I think there's going to be instances where both teams are going to stall on offense because the defenses are going to step up here and there. There's going to be some misconnections between Daniel Jones and his receivers. Kirk Cousins is possibly going to be able to sort of, you know, rely on Justin Jefferson, but maybe the other guys are not going to step up at times too. So it's just like, I see these offenses struggling a little bit, which will lead to a lower score and it's going to come down to a final field goal to separate them. So I got the Giants still pulling the upset, but I got them 20 to 17 over the Minnesota Vikings. So still got one more game here on Saturday. Cause like Real I said, quick, we the over under on that game is 48. So what was your final score? I had 20 to 17. Oh, you have them finishing. Wait. Okay. No, 11. I was about to say one below the no, over. No, no. Yeah. I got to wait below the over. This is why I teach English. Exactly. Uh, so let's get to the final game. The evening game on the Sunday's uh, docket here. You've got the Baltimore Ravens. The final game on Sunday. Just against, I said Sunday. Oh, did you? Okay. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> the Baltimore Ravens, the number six seed versus the Cincinnati Bengals, the number three seed. We got another divisional matchup here in the playoffs. That's going to be a 515 Eastern time. Uh, sorry, 515 Pacific time, 815 Eastern time. That's going to be on NBC. Current spread in this game is nine points in favor of Cincinnati. And that is I'm because Lamar Jackson. It's that low. It's, I'm surprised it's that low too. It could change as we get closer to that game. But the main reason is because Lamar Jackson has been ruled out for this game on Sunday. So we're going to see by possibly, himself, by the way. Yeah. Possibly we may see Tyler Huntley. I've seen some, re, uh, I've read some reports that he's been practicing. So we may see him, but it's looking like it's going to be Anthony Brown. And he did not look good in any of his regular season starts. I think he made two this regular season. And so, yeah, that is going to be, yeah, I'm a little shocked that it's nine as well, but Tad, I'm going to pass it to you here for your analysis here on this game. There may not be much, but no, there's, there's, there's none. No, there's not, not okay. much. There's none. Okay. Bengals are going to win it. Bengals are pretty healthy. Uh, who's their offensive lineman that got hurt this past week? Uh, Lyle Collins, right? But that was a couple weeks okay. ago. Okay, I mean that that that's a bummer, but they're gonna be fine. At least for this week, they're gonna be fine. Like, yeah, they're gonna win. Thirty-four seventeen is my score prediction. Um, now this was the one surprising thing is while I was looking at odds, um, the bet I have for this game is Jamar Chase one plus touchdown at minus one twelve. Joe Mixon actually has higher odds to score than Jamar Chase. Which I kind of get because the running back may be more likely to score, but I still thought that was a little weird. So, yeah, Joe or uh, Jamar Chase, at, you know, one, one touchdown for 112. Yeah, I think that's a fair bet. That's fair. That's fair. I got this being a little bit lower scoring, like Cincinnati's still going to be able to win this game pretty easily. But I think the defenses that um, both Cincinnati and Baltimore have, that's what's going to keep it a little bit closer. So I actually got Cincinnati winning this game 24 to 10. Like, I think it's going to be a little bit separated mm, later. Because and like I said, with the Bills, they can take their foot off the gas. Exactly. It's very similar to like the Buffalo situation. It could be very similar to the San Francisco situation where it's just like, they're going to control the game. They could be ahead by a lot. And it's like, okay, let's start thinking about the rest of this uh, playoff season as opposed to just this game that we have in hand. So I got final score, like I said, Cincinnati 24, Baltimore 10. Because, yeah, with Anthony Brown, I'm sorry, but it just does not look good in that offense. (laughs) Even if it's Huntley, even if it's Huntley, it's still not going to happen. It doesn't look all that great either, but it's just like with Anthony Brown, my chance, my optimism for the Baltimore Ravens pulling an upset just drops that much further. (laughs) Take the under. Take the under. Exactly. 
exactly. But let's get to the final, most interesting game this that they're saving the hard. best for last. Possibly. This is the hardest one to take notes. This for. one's tough one, and this is the Monday night game. This is the Dallas Cowboys, the number five seed, playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the number four seed, and that's going to be at 5:15 Pacific time, 8:15 Eastern time. That is on ABC and ESPN. Current spread in this game is two and a half. So it is the lowest of all six games this weekend. That tells you how close this game is potentially going to be. And Tad, I'm going to pass it to you as the Dallas native. I'm curious to see what they've been talking about on local radio about the Bucks and the Cowboys in this game and just what people think the outcome is going to be because I'm very intrigued. I'm right, here's been my favorite part of this week. So, so many of my students have come up to me and be like, how about the more frogs? Right, and I'll be right, like, okay, right. okay. No, and we earned that. We, we rightfully earned that. And I'll look at them and go, who's your team? Acting like I don't know already. And they go, oh, we're, we're the Cowboys. Or like, I'm, I, I cheer for the Cowboys. I just look at them and go, have fun with Brady this weekend. And like, it's funny because like, you know, it's obviously just, you know, me giving them shit. But you can honestly see kind of, not, I won't say terror. That's a little over dramatic, but you can see here. they are legitimately concerned sure. of like, why do we have to play Brady here? Especially because, and all right. So here's my whole thing with taking notes. This, uh, for this game is I, I, I was, I, I hate doing this with the podcast. I really do. I try to use statistics and, you know, facts and figures to really back up my opinion, but I just had this feeling in my gut that I'm not saying Brady's going to go all the way to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying he's going to pull off all these upsets, but I think this is Brady's one last hurrah. Like, it just has that feeling, doesn't it? Of, like, this would be the most Brady thing in the world. Of he breaks the Cowboys' hearts one last time. Just, like, as I'm not saying he's going to retire this season either. I think he's going to be on a different team next year. But this just has Brady written all over it. Of, like, oh, losing record. You know, how good is this Bucks team really? And then he comes out and he just pulls off this insane upset over the Cowboys. So I, I really do believe that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to win this game. And as a Dallas, you know, native. Not native. Oh, my mom's going to kill me for that one. As a Dallas resident. There we go. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> Love you. See ya Easter. Um, I can tell you everyone here is scared of the exact same thing. They are terrified of Brady right now. And rightfully so, because this is what he does. Is he is, you know, kind of mediocre throughout the regular season and then he turns it on. So I you know what? Screw it. I'm saying it. Cowboys upset the Buccaneers. Uh, Cowboys upset the Buccaneers. Buccaneers upset the Cowboys right here. Okay. <laughs> and I'm what's calling your score prediction it. there. Score prediction? I do think this will be the second closest game of the weekend. I think it's okay. going to be Buccaneers 21, Cowboys 17. Because you look at the way the Cowboys have been struggling over the past couple weeks. I think that's going to continue on because, and this is, I, I really hate doing this because I think they get too much hate. But this is the one case, and this is a guy I've hated for years now. For this exact reason, he does not know how to utilize talent. Mike McCarthy choking the playoffs. Maybe not where you are, Mer. That's like telling me it's going to snow in the winter. Of course it's going to happen. <laughs> like, it's just going to happen because he does not know how to use his best players. He does not know how to use, uh, utilize CD Lamb. He does not know how to utilize Tony Pollard. It will not happen. And so if they don't choke now, they'll choke in the next round. So I don't see the Cowboys making the playoffs. Dak Prescott has been struggling way too much uh, the past couple of weeks. I take the Buccaneers upset. In terms of bets, go for it. I say go all the way. 
Tampa Bay money line to pull off the upset at plus 119. Book it. Interesting. Interesting. So I know a lot of, you know, people are probably saying you need to fear Tom Brady, but I actually feel it's the opposite where it's like you kind of already talked about this just now, but it's just Dallas needs to worry about their own players like Dak Prescott has struggled this season when he was obviously he got hurt. But during the regular season, too, like especially down the stretch, like he did not look very good. They lost that game against Washington like he was throwing interceptions there. They barely escaped with the victory against the Houston Texans. The couple weeks before that other recent wins feel like losses as well. And then even when they beat Philadelphia with Gardner Minshew, that was a close game, too. Like, they should have been able to absolutely railroad the Philadelphia Eagles in that one, but they didn't. So I think the biggest thing that the Dallas Cowboys need to worry about is themselves. And I think Mm. that's exactly what's going to do them in. They're going to struggle again. Dak Prescott is going to throw, unfortunately, a couple more – throw a couple more interceptions that it's going to cost them because you can't do that against Tom Brady. He is going to capitalize on those mistakes for sure. And exactly like you alluded to earlier, Tampa Bay has been hot down the stretch. Tampa Bay has been looking pretty good down this regular season as well as they get into the playoffs now. So this is a scary Tampa Bay team. I don't I don't think they're going to go very far in the playoffs, but yeah, in yeah, this first round game, I think they easily can upset the Dallas Cowboys. And even upset's a little bit loose term because this is going to be a closely fought match. But yeah, obviously the spread dictates it is a upset match. So I think it's going to be a close game, but I like Tampa Bay to pull off this victory as well. So I got Tampa Bay winning this game 24 to 20 over the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, so we're pretty close. But this is what's driving me nuts. We have the same conversation about the Cowboys every year. Oh, they're in the playoffs, but oh, I don't know. There's some weaknesses there. They may yeah. beat themselves. And we just exactly. like, it's, it's, I'm stuck in a time loop here. Like, it's yeah. just like. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. It's insane to me. With a whole different roster. How is this possible? Yeah. The only thing that would sort of concern me a little bit is just if Dallas can sort of employ the running game really well, because obviously no, Tony Pollard has to take because they don't know how to use Tony Pollard. I know most likely it's not going to happen, but if that happens, then that can sort of lead to Dallas possibly controlling the if clock that happens, and being able to control the time of possession game, which could lead to them possibly pulling off the victory. But like I said, I think just. Tampa Bay has been rolling right now. They're looking really strong heading into the postseason. They're going to be able to get this victory at home, move on to the next round here, and play probably the Philadelphia Eagles maybe. I mean, we'll see how the rest of the games go. But, yeah, we'll see how that all goes. But just, yeah, I like Tampa Bay to win this game. Well, so, Amir, if people want our predictions for the next uh, you know, round of the playoffs once they're finished, where can they find that? Well, it's great that you bring that up because, yeah, me and Tad are going to be making all of our predictions for the entire NFL postseason bracket. We're going to be getting to you all of that on our social media handles. I mean, you can see that down below. You got all of the handles there. You got my personal handle on Twitter. I'm the side 23. You got Tad's at Tad the side 94. And most importantly, got the show handle at the Decide Guys. Also on Instagram at the Decide Guys as well. So, yeah, we will be posting those graphics probably Saturday morning right before the games kick off. Mm-hmm. And so we'll have all of our picks up until the Super Bowl winner as well, both mine and Tad's. We'll see how many come correct, especially with the weekend that are coming here. It's going to be some interesting games and who's going to be moving on. Playing those number one seeds is going to be interesting too. But So make sure you look for that. Obviously, wherever you listen to your podcast, hit that subscribe button. Always be up to date with what's happening with the side guys here. Where you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. You can listen right on the LEFB Network website as well ton of options and of course make sure you subscribe to the lefb network youtube
YouTube channel because that's where you can find all of our YouTube videos as well. We're going to have our own individual playlist on there. So hit that subscribe button. So you're always up to date with all the latest videos that are dropping with us as well. So, I mean, guys, it's going to be an exciting playoff weekend. And we want to hear from you. We want to hear your thoughts as far as what's going on in the games. Who do you like as far as upsets? Who do you like to make it to the Super Bowl? Interact with us at all of our social media handles, which we already gave to you. And it's strolling right down below. You can see them all there. So we want to hear from you this weekend. We want to hear from you the entire postseason and into the offseason as well, guys. So, But to everybody who's already doing that, who's listening, who's watching, who is reading our articles that we wrote during the regular season, we may have some more articles that are coming down the stretch here too. Uh, maybe not as many fantasy articles related, but we'll see. But just, yeah, yeah we'll to see. everybody we'll see. and maybe. everybody who's Possibly. doing all that stuff, guys, we really can't thank you enough. And guys, as always, we, like Amir said, we want to drive that discussion. So, and not the discussion, whatever you want to talk about. Like, I mean, Amir's lucky enough to have his team in the playoffs. I have the fourth overall pick with my team. So, if Still you want to talk. Still in session. Are they going to trade for number one? I, it's possible. We were literally having this discussion exactly. right before we recorded the episode of, like, who who are the Colts going to take? Are they going to trade up for Bryce Young? Are they going to trade? I have been having so many draft discussions over the past couple of days. It's been a blast. Let's have that discussion with you. I really do want that to happen. So if you want to talk draft, if you want to talk free agency, if you want to talk, screw it. NBA, the Heat suck. I want to cover all the other teams. So let's talk NBA. Like MLB, the Mets have spent a billion dollars. I don't even know if that's a exaggeration. Carlos Correa has officially point. signed with the team. So it's like finally. <laughs> Good lord, that only took six months. But any sports that you guys want to talk, hit us up on Twitter. Instagram, not just the show handle, our personal handles. We want to interact with you guys. That's the whole reason we do this. So please hit us up. We would love to do it. And if your favorite team is in the playoffs, best of luck to you. If your favorite team's already looking uh, forward to the draft, as long as you don't need a quarterback, best of luck to you. And as always, guys, thank you so much. And remember, tune in because we have some very exciting updates coming in the next couple of weeks. So be sure to tune in. Like Amir said, we have our own YouTube channel coming up, or not channel. Uh, playlist coming up on the LAFB Network channel. There we go. I got to get my terminology right. And so be sure to keep tuning in because we have some really, really awesome news coming up. I promise you guys it's going to be great, great offseason. So as always, thank you so much for listening. And please stay safe, everyone. Mm -hmm.